This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Excuse me, Sarah. Excuse me. Yes. But did Vicky Guerrero just drop a bombshell on us tonight? She dropped a nuke on us. Wow. I mean, look, th- this show definitely wasn't perfect, but no, it it was newsworthy as we continue oh, the tr- trend of like big surprises on Dynamite after AEW pay per views. Yeah, uh, that seems to be a theme. And I kind of like that theme because it, it builds excitement for that post pay-per-view Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot to get into uh, for this special AEW Dynamite review for Friday, June 4th, 2021. Also, I want to remind everybody out there to please, please go visit Sarah's Twitter profile. Just as a reminder, if you're not familiar with it, uh, Sarah, unfortunately for her, unfortunately, uh, she lost a uh, wager with me from the uh, our Double or Nothing prediction show uh, where she chose John Moxley and Eddie Kingston to beat the Young Bucks. And as we all know, that did not happen. So because of that, I have control over her her profile picture, her, her bio, and her banner for her Twitter profile for the week. So we still have a few days left uh, to have, a, have some fun there with her profile. And it is... It has been fun this week for me and for other people, not so much for Sarah. No. Nope. Yep. But uh, so please, please uh, keep, keep your keep your eyes on her profile because uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you it's going to get better as the week goes on. Better for me, not for her. I'm recording this on the Saturday. Yes. Yes, we are recording it on Saturday. The, the Saturday installment of the profile change oh. turned into a raw account <laughs> as of right now anybody that looks at sarah's profile will see that she is the number one source for everything that is wwe monday night raw and that and is the crazy, opposite of what sarah is crazy is we do an AEW podcast <laughs> like what the hell's going on oh that, i was that felt- fuming when i saw that human it, it looks so weird seeing it you tweet. It looks so today. bizarre. Every time you tweet today, I'm like, oh, look at the look at the literally, raw logo. Somebody literally put, why have you got raw in your profile picture? And I was just like, yeah, I saw that. I lost a bet. <laughs> that is great. I love how you're having to explain to everybody. Like, look, <sighs> no, this is like one day she was Bieber. Uh, you know, one day she was an uh, uh, just a huge advertisement for the uh, Young Bucks killing the business. Oh, and tomorrow is going to be even better. Tomorrow is going to be even better. It's an evolving thing, everybody. It is going to evolve into its final form on Wednesday. Let me just reiterate something that I learned off my mom. Revenge mm-hmm. is a dish best served cold. I hope I never lose a bet with you. That's, that's <laughs> Please. I hope I never lose after the way the rest of this week is going to go. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you pushing your luck? I know. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm ever gonna 
I may just never bet, bet anything with you again. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead and uh, we're not going to take any more. I don't want to gamble with my life. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll do another one. I'll give you a fair shot. So, <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So, Sarah, Sarah. Yes, yes, yes. Are you ready to talk some dynamite? I am. Let's go. All right. The Young Bucks versus Penta and Pac kicked off tonight's show with a match that fit perfectly in the opening slot. Mm-hmm. And, and because this was a non, non-title match, some of the near falls actually had me convinced that Penta and Pac might actually pull this win off against the tag mm-hmm. champs. But, but ultimately, it was decided by the camera work of one Brandon Cutler as he smashed Pac with the camera, allowing Nick Jackson to get the pinfall victory. Afterwards, they proceeded to beat down Penta until who came out to make the save? One of your boys, Eddie. Me Eddie boy, Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Yep, yep. So how did you like this opener? Look, we all know my, my um, love-hate relationship with the books really exists. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are amazing, but I don't like them. Um, however, okay. this was by far the best match on the entire show. Agreed. Um, it was a fantastic opener. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think you'd have got a bad match with these four in the ring anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Like, we know yeah, the issue between the you? books and, like, you know, uh, Lucha Brothers themselves. Then, obviously, there's the pack with the elite, like the Kenny thing. So, yeah. there's a lot, a lot in it. And mm-hmm. the books <clears throat> were, like, full-on A-hats. Um <laughs> It's such a good way, though. Because I'm really struggling now to tell the difference between each book because now <laughs> the they're so identical. I'm just like, my, my mind yeah. keeps getting confused. And the only way I can tell now who's who is when, like, uh-huh. I notice that one of the head, one of their, like, head of hair looks really weird. And I go, yeah. oh, that's, that's Nick. That's, that's Nick. Yeah. <laughs> that's Nick with the real so- ginger hair thing going on. You know, we also got some news in this about uh, John Moxley that he is injured after he took like 57 BTE triggers <laughs> from the Young Bucks at, at uh, Double or Nothing. So, how, how do you feel about that? He's gone off being a daddy. Leave him alone. Okay. He's got a paternity yeah. leave. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I know, mean, we've been calling it since Revolution. So, we knew it. We, we, were, we were right it. this time. <laughs> no, yeah, One you're right. We, we did this time. Like, we were like, no, nah, I can't really support Rene is literally ready to like, you know, yeah. have a child. So you can't yeah. blame the guy. Um so yeah. yeah, so it's just Eddie solo and we know Eddie's got a few um, you know, sponsors mm-hmm. in his closet to do with Penta and Pac and all that. So he it does. was a very he interesting does. save. It but was we did uh, we did find out his reasons for it later on. So we did. We did hey. Uh, what do you think about Frankie Kazarian, like uh, the elite <laughs> hunter, stalking from the crowd, oh, taking out Nat? I mean, you like this as much brilliant. as me? Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was because he just literally folded the barrier. It was just the moment it was up, next minute it was down. And um, <laughs> yeah. I love how like you just like we know that this is what he's doing, but you still mm-hmm. don't expect it to happen because he literally comes from nowhere. <laughs> <clears throat> I love this. It's it's really cool because you know yeah. we wondered what what was going to happen with Frankie after the the Bucks you know 
broke them up. I was interested to see what would happen with a, a Cavs singles run, and I'm I'm digging this. Even if he's not, we're not seeing matches. Just the, these things like this are going to further his character. So but when he does have another gonna, match, I think this is going to build in with a feud. This has got to be oh, a yeah. long term like reason mm-hmm. behind it because he's got like he's got so much reason to hate them. I hate the elite. Yeah. Yeah, that he like you can 100 percent see why he would go down this road. I mean, I'd go after people if they did that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like yep. five foot two, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't get far, but I'd still wouldn't mess want, with you. Maybe maybe <laughs> if I want my boots, I'd be fine, but six one with the boots. <laughs> gives me extra two inches roughly. Okay. <laughs> I'm now five foot. <laughs> put put them up, put them up. All right. All right. So then then we got an interview segment in the ring with Tony Schiavone and the newest member of the AEW team. Well, uh, the newest member for about 60 seconds because a new one was about <laughs> to walk out. But, Stole but, but your thunder, a, dude. <laughs> just, just a little bit. But, but as, as we all know, the world's strongest man is going to be a part of the new uh, AEW show Rampage, which is debuting yeah. August thirteenth. So, so Mark Henry, you know, came out for this interview, and now, although he's he's going to be an analyst, he did say he he has a lot left in the tank. So, mm. a match at some point isn't out of the question. But then we heard the all too familiar voice of Vicky Guerrero. <sighs> Nails on the chalkboard. Like, look, Vicky Vicky Guerrero is like you know a legend in her own yeah. right, and yeah, she is. She like, is. She, she's. Like probably like in like real life, really really nice. But yeah. Her voice literally like nails on a chalkboard to me. It's like, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> yeah. She's really lovely, and I wouldn't mess with yeah. her. Yeah. No, 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 just, no. It's just, it's just very, it's very piercing, shrill. Yeah. Is what I'll it, say. It, <laughs> it, um, it achieves what its goal what is it's supposed to. to be. What is supposed to drive you crazy, and it absolutely it does. It makes you want to crazy. suck your insides up inside you more. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you step on a Lego and you're ooh, like that. That's what it's like. Exactly. Uh, um, so, yeah, she came out to introduce us to her newest client. Mm. And Sarah, I'm going to let you do this because you say his name much better than I do. Who is Vicky's well, new client? Andrade. Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Andrade is all elite, y'all. I was wow. sort of right. <laughs> she she did her her pick for the uh, well, uh, casino the battle Joker. royale Joker. Yes, was was who? Andrade. Okay, last time. Yeah, that was her pick, and she was not r- correct about that. But he was already signed, so he could have easily been there. He was coming that. a few days later. <laughs> yep. They saved him for this, and uh, that was that, that was awesome. I left my couch for this one. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Right, so like the Mark Henry stuff, like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I I yes. I want him to like beat up Brian Cage so much, like just like knock his face inside out. Just like I just think it'd be hilarious. Or like Miro, you know, people that think they're big tough, yeah, and then go against Mark Henry and go see how tough you are. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. I still love the yeah. fact that this show is debuting on Friday the 13th. It's still giving me a kick, even like now. Every yeah. time they mention it, I'm like, <laughs> Friday the 13th, you Friday guys 13th. are weird. <laughs> um, 
wasn't planned at all. No, no. Um, yeah, mm. and then obviously when Andrade came out and he said, I used to be the face of Latinos, but today I am the new face of all elite wrestling. And I was just like, he's yeah. actually signed, so he's not just like randomly turning up. He's actually uh, here, here. Yeah, that's and right. Because my brain was mm-hmm. like, he's already challenged Kenny. Mm-hmm. Like, could yep. we see him going against Miro? Hmm. Like, for the TNT so- championship? Like, because... Yeah, that'd be fun. Because yeah, you're right. He is challenging uh, Kenny Omega for the AAA yeah Mega Championship and yeah. AAA Mexico. So that's going to happen on the AAA one of their pay per views, Triple Mania, I believe it's called. Yeah. So, but yeah, we could have a tease uh, so, on AEW. I know. That's, uh, are they going to? You? I wonder if they're going to kind of build that mm-hmm. feud somewhat on you know Dynamite for that pay per view, and then if. If Andrade wins the AAA title, does he then start sporting that on mm-hmm. AWTV on a regular basis? You know, you know, put it in Kenny's face that he uh, see, he took one of his belts from him. So I don't see, know. Look at AEW playing nice with all the other friends that they have. I know. Yeah, man, this is this is interesting. It's called sharing. Um, it is <laughs> sharing. Let's just all have fun together. Yeah, we'll all help um, each other out. Exactly. So, so do you like? Honestly, the pairing of Vicky Guerrero with Andrade. Um, I would prefer Selena Vega to do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. but I don't think we're getting that. Um, no. I don't think necessarily she's going to be too much involved because I think it's just kind of to get him that heel heat. That's what I, I was thinking. I don't it... think it's going to be like every because, time. Yeah, because also like. Like, apparently in WWE, it's because he couldn't speak good English. I'm sorry, but he speaks fine. Yeah, he's fine to me. I mean, does he really need somebody? But to get heel heat, what better person to put him with? Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? So I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like, he'd be fine without her. Like, he, but then again, everyone loves him at the moment because he's like one of the big names that has just come mm-hmm. in. So to get in that heel, like nobody was booing him. Yeah, people didn't understand no. who it was to begin with because we're not used to no, hearing his like, oh, like his actual name in that way. It said it, so again, yeah. I was a bit confused. But um, exactly to get yeah, in that heel heat, he's gonna have to like really work for it because it's it's like it's like like Britt Baker, she's heel, but like you yeah. wouldn't think it. No, no. So. Yeah. And- Vicky is a heat magnet, so oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, if you're if you're wanting to to get that, yeah, having her with him a few times to get mm-hmm. it rolling uh, might be good, even if she backs off after a while. Yeah, because I'm not sure I'd be a huge fan of her with him all the time either. No, I guess nothing against Vicky, but no, no, I think we'll just have to see how it works out because, I mean, Zelina Vega when she was with him, she did obviously have all the talking for him and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. but but, he's, but I don't fine. think he, I don't think he needs that, and also. Like we've seen with Miro, like people that are heels with accents or like a wrestler with an accent, it sounds yeah. really good anyway, especially if you're trying yeah. to be a heel. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can flip into your native language and like call somebody whatever you want and then just <laughs> flip yeah. back into English. So it's great. Mm, I know. I don't uh, see a problem. I've never, I never understood that with WWE. I just didn't understand it. But no. hey, and honestly, it should be fun. Sounds like you're speaking better English than me. I mean, y'all hear me on here all the time. Anybody like speaks better English than you did. And there we go. Walked right into that. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I realize if I put it and on the T, you're going to hit a home run. Next. 
And then we got Cody Rhodes. Talked <laughs> <laughs> down into that one. You uh, really walked got, into that one. <laughs> we got Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus QT Marshall and Anthony Agogo in, in what is an extension of the Cody versus Agogo match from Double or Nothing. And the Nightmare Family versus the Factory Feud that's been going on for a while. Which and, is uh, the and in this match, the governor got a measure of revenge after his loss to Cody at the pay-per-view when Aaron Solo had the ref distracted. Cody went for the crossroads on QT, and that's when Agogo took his shot and delivered a knockout blow to Cody's jaw, allowing QT to get the pin for the one, two, three. QT uh, has, in his own words now, shocked the world in beating Cody Rhodes. So what did you think about this? Can you say Guffner well, one more time? You're just really trying to call me out right here. I mean, I really, I feel like I'm getting, okay, Governor. Is that okay? Go- you, sound I mean- like, you sound Dutch. You sound like you're from Holland. <laughs> leave me alone. Talk about the match. Hang on a minute. Wait a second. Leave you alone. Have you seen what you're doing to my Twitter right now? <laughs> leave me alone, have you word. Anyway, so, <laughs> this match was good. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sarah. This match was talk, good. Talk about Raw for a minute. Oh, I mean, Dynamite. Uh, <clears throat> Did you get a feather stuck in your throat? Um, this was this was all right. This match, it was it was good. The only thing I don't like is there seem to be a lot of distractions in this show, in general, yeah. for like wins. And it, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I mean, every mm-hmm. now and again, yes, like you know, but it just kind of felt a bit. I don't know. Just I mean, for like obviously for QT it makes sense, but we got quite a bit. I think this one. Yeah. But um, I still when I was telling you this before, but when a go go hit Cody, I expected yeah. a bit more from Cody. Kind of like paused and then fell. Like if yeah. an ex boxer hits you in the face, you're gonna yeah. drop quick. <laughs> yeah, look a little better of a sell job. Than, yeah, than but okay. it was it was good, but um, <clears throat> I just just felt I don't know. It just felt a bit. I still don't feel like a go go is being kind of used to what he can do, and I know it's yeah. like not wrestled that much or anything like that, and I hundred percent understand that. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's better than what they're letting him show. Yeah. if that makes sense. It does. I'd like to see um, him in like a straight up match. Um. Because, like, when we saw him against, um, like, Austin Gunn and stuff, he looked like, yeah. a, like a killer. And now mm-hmm. he just looks like he's shrunk it, into the background a bit. And I just, I don't, it, I'm not a fan. It does feel a little bit like he's, he lost something at the pay-per-view yeah. going forward now. Um, and I have confidence that they're going to, they're going to, either they had a plan all along or they're going to write the ship and get it, get it right. Um, mm. And I know we were, like, very critical uh, on the uh, the uh, double or nothing review. Uh, mm. A lot of it pointed towards Cody, but yeah. uh, but just just to point out, a lot of our criticism and we didn't probably didn't make it as clear as we should have, uh, but mm. was mainly on the booking yeah. of the way the feud was done, the the way it was booked, uh, which I thought we made that point clear. But we pointed yeah. a lot of the criticism towards Cody, but it was really on the way it was booked that we didn't want the country versus country feud. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and of course, we, we directed a lot of that at Cody, you know, because of, he was the representation of yeah. one of those countries and very flamboyant in that. So, and also with um, like an EVP. So, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he has so you, 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 feel, you feel like, yeah, you know, and that's where you, your mind goes is like, well, he's yeah. got his hands in a lot of this, but it may not have been him. I mean, again, mm-hmm. who, who, 100%. the one that calls the ultimate shots is Tony Khan. So, you know, so a lot of that criticism could be directed his way also. But we do. We said numerous times we trust Tony Khan and, yeah. and, and what he does. So I'm confident that uh, that that this that Anthony Gogo will uh, either there is, again, a long term plan. We just haven't seen the whole picture yet. Yeah. Or that he'll, they'll, they'll write the ship with him and get it right. So yeah. And also, I think got, they've dropped the country future. country thing because it didn't seem like yeah. it was a thing. Um, no, no. So that's that's so fun. That's, they, they, that's, they listen. That's that's nice. I'm <clears> just glad we don't have to. You know, yeah. have that yeah. type of thing happening again. But yeah, I mean, this exactly. is a good match. It was good. So you know, we, we're talking about Agogo's future. Do you do you think that Agogo will eventually get tired of QT still in the spotlight? Do you think that's where the next chapter of Agogo is? Uh, because you I know, QT think keeps... that's going to happen at some point. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, we saw it sort of happen with Private Party with Matt Hardy for a bit when they were bit. doing Face. And now they've gone mm-hmm. heel. They're like not doing it. Yeah. Um, yep. So I I think that might end up happening, and he like knocks him out. <laughs> yeah, that's your that, um, that's your face moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think that is like probably the end yeah. thing eventually. We still but got a little ways. We've got ages to go. I don't think we're going to see it this year. No, it's, or if we do, it's, it's going to be like at the end of the year. It's the same thing. Like we're, we're you're waiting for that moment when Wardlow turns on uh, MJF. So, yeah. kind of the same thing. Where I think we'll be watching a go go going. Okay, when's when's he finally yeah. gonna get completely fed up with QT? Or maybe yeah. he has a, a shorter fuse than Wardlow, and it happens before Wardlow snaps. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> a go go looks like you might have a shorter fuse than a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of other folks. He's not he's not gonna put up with that crap long. So, no, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Next came what was referred to as the Inner Circle Stadium Stampede Victory Lap. As Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Santana, Ortiz, and Jake Hager hit the ring to celebrate their big win over the pinnacle at Double or Nothing. And we learned a few things in this segment. We learned that Jericho needs his own daytime talk show because (laughs) he's he's giving away gifts to the crowd like he's Oprah. Um, (laughs) We we learned that Sammy did six thirties off his mom's roof. Um, we also learned that Santana wants to leave FTR in a ditch somewhere. I mean, yeah, I know the feeling. Dang. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we learned that Hager wants Wardlow in a cage fight in two weeks on Dynamite, and oh. I want that too. I want that. But but overall, we learned, or we were rather uh, reassured that this thing between the inner circle and the pinnacle is far from over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> so, so beautiful. Yeah. Like, this was a good segment. Yeah. This was so much fun. Um, I just loved all of this. Like, like Sammy still, like Sammy 100% deserves all the recognition he's getting for this because he does. He does. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Um, I just, I love how like, I just want to know why Ortiz doesn't speak. Like, just let the yeah. guy speak, people. Um, <laughs> no guys just stood there like, eh. um, yeah. I'm so excited for Hager Wardlow <sighs> MMA cage fight. I've never seen any MMA in my life. I've not MMA. seen anything to do with yeah. it. So, yeah. Um, 
I, I just love how he was, I'll challenge you to the one place I've never been beat. And I was like, is he going where I think he's going? Like, can they do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Are you allowed? We'll find out in two weeks. Um, but yeah, this this was fantastic. It wasn't so much um, a victory lap as a victory stand. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nobody was running. They, they didn't do any laps. They didn't see any laps. No. Um, nope. Jericho seems to love it when the crowd seems back, though. He, like, literally yeah. just absorbing it. It was so good to see. Um, but he, he's going to get MJF. He's... <clears throat> yeah. He's just, like... He, he's got blinkers on, and that's all he can see now. It's just... That's it. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> I just love how, at the end, he was like, um, the inner circle never forgives and never forgets. Mm. It's just like, oh my god! Yep. he's got those good lines at the end of every yeah. one of his promos. Yeah, just, yeah, perfect way to to bookend it. Um, so do you do you find it interesting that we didn't hear anything from MJF in the Pinnacle tonight? I did, but also I'm really glad. Yeah, because I yep. was expecting through this like the screen to come on. Yeah, and I was just like, please don't, because I get it, but it does annoy me sometimes when you're like trying to like. You want to hear from the people that, you know, it's there One. for. Like, mm-hmm. I want to hear what they've got to say. I don't need an interruption yeah. all the time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I was glad that there was, because I literally was expecting something. And then when it yeah. ended and there was nothing, I was like, <clears throat> God for that. I'm so glad, yeah. that, like, you know, they didn't do, like, well, turn up on the ramp or in the crowd or anything like that. I was... So happy yeah. that they just stayed away. So with them not showing up, are you expecting fireworks from the Pinnacle next week? Look, they've got to say something at some point. Um, yeah. What I would like, though, for them to do, and I know it's not, I know not everybody likes, I know people like like proper promos in the ring and stuff, and I do 100%, but I'd love them to cut it like, like they did at the restaurant that time. I'd love it to be like, you know, at yeah. a poolside or something like that where they're just chilling like, yeah, well, you know, like, you know, like yeah. ignoring the fact that they lost, I think. Um, I guess, yeah, like a pre-tape segment, but yeah. where it but just has like that, that style to into, it. Yeah, that they can get into the depth of it um, uh-huh. without, you know, having to like be limited to a certain time in the ring. So, because I, yeah. I think MJF's really good at promos like all over, but when he does them video packages, they're so oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, next, we found out that the best friends, Orange Cassidy, Trent, Chuck, and Chris Statlander, were not impressed with the way the world champion, Kenny Omega, retained his title at Double or Nothing. And we immediately got a response from Don Callis and Kenny Omega saying that next week we'll see footage of what they are claiming is a conspiracy to screw Kenny Omega out of the title at Double or Nothing. Then, after addressing his future matchup with Casino Battle Royale winner, Jungle Boy, and in one of the funniest moments of the night, (laughs) Kenny and Don Callis began chanting along with Jungle Boy's theme. Tarzan Boy by Baltimore, and oh my lord, that was that Alex Marvez's face. That was just like, I guess we're going to the match. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? So uh, good, so, yeah, so good. Um, I love the thing with 
best friends, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I just love them four together. I don't know what like what it is. Yeah. Like There's something wholesome about so it. So good. I don't know. Especially when Trent it, gave like a little fist bump. I was just like, yeah. so good. I want to, I want to be in everybody's gang in AEW. Like it, it's just brilliant. Seeing, seeing them together gives me the same feeling as when I see the Dark Order together now. Yeah. You know, it's kind of that that oh you know it's just that that, that, that cool feeling so. Yeah. Yep. So uh, so what do you what about this conspiracy thing that that Don Callis and Kenny Omega are cooking up? What do you what do you think it could be? Any ideas? I don't know. Like you know, sticking to anything, aren't they? <laughs> I'm I'm really interested to see what what they put together though, because <laughs> you know, it, I just you got to think it's gonna be pretty entertaining how what kind of reach they have on this. Uh, oh, be they're trying to editing, won't it? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I want, I, I like, I can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see it. So, um, so do we get Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega at some point? Because Orange Cassidy, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I would are, thought we'd get that at some point. Um, but I'll, I, you know what, Kenny and Don are going to go. Well, you had the opportunity. Yeah, to like you know, like say you'd have your match at another time and you didn't. So. Yeah, I, well, I don't know how that's going to happen. But I, to be honest with you, I'm just glad that Orange Cassidy is, like, like doing mm. something. Yep. So the next match was the last two men in the Casino Battle Royale, uh, Jungle Boy and Christian Cage, teaming to take on Private Party. This match came about because Jungle Boy and Christian were, well, they were involved with Private Party and Matt Hardy's eliminations from the Battle Royale. And and this was, you know, a solid match, but but in the end it was all about keeping Jungle Boy's momentum going as he forced Mark Quinn to tap out with the snare trap. Afterwards, though, as Christian was leaving, he was attacked on the ramp by Matt Hardy and planted with the twist of fate. So one, did you like this match? And two, are we gonna see Matt Hardy and Christian facing each other in AEW? They were kind of hinting towards that with the commentary team going, they've not, um, you know, they've got a lot of history of like probably something uh-huh. left over from TLC. Oh. Yeah. I was like, please, <laughs> my God, do not do a TLC match. Like, we've already yeah. seen what happened to our Hardy. Please yep. don't do that. <laughs> um, generally scared right mm. now. Please don't do that. Um, Take it easy, guys. Yeah, just calm down. Everybody's a bit older than what they used to be. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't understand why private party are wrestling in like you know, <laughs> yeah, shirts and like trousers, yeah, like it's really slacks, weird. yeah. Um, it's different, it's different. So, yeah, I was just like, um, this was like it was a good match, but I don't know, like, it's like again, like it just wasn't exciting enough, yeah. Look, I loved it because like Jungle Boy's brilliant and everything, um. But it just it just felt a bit like mm. why why are we, why are we doing this? Someone like, but I tell you what, I will always always pop for Matt Hardy doing Twist of Fate, yeah. always yeah. because yeah. I when I was younger and obviously a big Hardy Boys fan, I went down a slide mm. doing like oh with the Hardy Boy <laughs> on signals like on holiday, so. I just every time like I see him do the twist of fate, it just take me back to like a summer and like the south of yeah. France going down a water slide going, oh, 
listen, like, everybody looking at me going, what should you do? <laughs> that doesn't make any so, sense. But yeah, I thought, it, it, I mean, this obviously this match didn't have the, the weight to it that a match could. I mean, because mm. the only reason it came about was because of Hardy Party getting eliminated by, in different parts, by both uh, Christian and Jungle Boy. So, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of a weak reason to have a match, but, um, but we're not going to have, like, I guess, like huge feud matches coming out of the pay-per-view, really, no. so. Um, so yeah, I agree. Not as much emotion in this match. Just on a match alone, it was it was pretty good. But yeah, it wasn't like you had huge stakes at, at hand here, yeah. where you're really worrying about who's going to win this match because it didn't feel like it really mattered who won it. Um, but I, I was happy that that you know Jungle Boy got the got the victory for his team in the end because you want to keep that momentum going because he's got that uh, title match coming up. So mm. yeah. So next we had uh, Team Taz. More specifically, Taz, uh, not happy. He thinks that Hangman Adam Page got lucky with his victory over Brian Cage at Double or Nothing, but but he's screwing with the wrong club, according to Taz. Because next week, Hangman has defined a member of the Dark Order to team with him as they have to face the Machine, Brian Cage, and Powerhouse Hobbs in a tag team match. What do you think about this? This should be interesting. Yes, I um, agree. Just on this entire bit with Taz, I mm-hmm. love Ricky just like kind of rolling his eyes and mm-hmm. walking off. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I am done. <laughs> just like exited. And like Taz didn't even like bat an eyelid. He was just like, right, carry on with what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, he, Ricky's not mm-hmm. happy. He's not happy of what happened at Double or Nothing. You know, I think no. he feels a bit like, you know, bit made of a fool of so yeah he's not happy boy um, so has has the team taz angle fully shifted away from christian now and is now focused squarely on adam page that's what it feels like because i know going into yeah. double or nothing it was more focused on christian and now like that's done now it's i hangman. don't think they hangman's the target done with christian um, okay they like they might be, but it just feels like yeah. it was just a bit of a random end if it was. Um, yep. Because yep. obviously, like what Christian said to Taz and everything, it got a bit heated. So mm-hmm. I don't 100% think it's going to be over. I think it's going to be one of them mm-hmm. that it's left on like the back burner for a bit and it will come back up at some come point. Come back to it. Because I, I don't think that. most stuff in AW is ever actually 100% done. No, no. If, um, if there's an opportunity, we'll circle back to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All right. So, um, it, you know, it, it looks like Ricky Starks, you know, could be leaving uh, t- Team Taz, not necessarily officially, but it just seems like he's kind of getting fed up with things. So you could see him walking away. But yeah, but but for the argument's sake, if this leads to Brian Cage's departure, do we see Adam Page coming to help him in his defense against Team Taz at some point? Because, like, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, there's, I think there's going to be a story there with Paige and Team Taz for a little bit anyways. This might be what keeps his uh, attention for a while uh, while Kenny's mm. doing his thing because before we get to the Adam Paige-Kenny Omega thing. So if he's wrapped up in a story with Team Taz, if if Brian Cage gets a beatdown by Team Taz because Brian Cage wants to be his own man and not yeah. rely on Team Taz, it could be an opportunity to create an even bigger – I mean, you can't make Adam Page an even bigger baby face than he is. But no. if he comes down to help the guy that he beat, 
you know, nobody else is going to come help him. So, I mean, I, mm. I could see that happening at some point. And uh, I guess because, like, of how before the pay-per-view, like, Hamman was like, look, you don't need these guys, you know, beat me as your own person type thing. Yeah. And then there yeah. must have been sort of some respect exactly. for yeah. um, Brian Cage then not to type mm-hmm. of, like, go with the belt. That obviously, like, was the plan. Um, yeah. So I guess it could happen as kind of like, you know, like a bury the hatchet thing, like I'll help you, this mm-hmm. like one time type thing. But yeah, possibly. Ah, okay, just possibly. just a, just an, just an idea thrown out there because I think that can make Paige look even better. Hey, because basically he, you could say Paige put him in the situation where he would be by himself because he's the one that that stepped up to him and said, "Hey, be your own dude," you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, don't don't fool these guys. Well, if he yeah. listens to Paige and then gets a beatdown from Team Taz because of it, you could could see it would make sense for Paige to come to his defense because, you know, just out of respect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 100%. 100%. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, then we got Tony Schiavone in the rings to speak with Sting and Darby Allen coming We're off of their big... <laughs> Again. But coming off their big win over Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page at Double or Nothing. And Sting yeah. says it was one of the biggest nights of his career. It was really awesome. Uh, was. And and he was trying to thank the fans for their support, but he was interrupted by Sky and Ethan, who were on the uh, the big Tron up there. And Sky and Ethan used this as a moment to praise Sting, but to take a shot at Darby Allen, saying that Sting has been carrying him this whole time. They want Darby to find anyone other than Sting, see if Darby and that person can win without Sting involved. So an interesting twist. Um, mm. I didn't see that coming. Uh, did you like how this whole thing happened? Yeah, and you know what? I generally went, oh, leave Darby alone. I'm like, yeah. please. <laughs> Why are you picking on the weird kid again? <laughs> and Darby didn't even, get, he didn't even get a chance to say anything either. <laughs> he literally started speaking was... and then he got cut off. Yeah, like, never mind. Say anything. Uh, so, <sighs> so who do you think Darby will get? I mean, who would, who would he pick? I have no I got, idea. I have an idea in mind. I have an idea. Hey. Um, you know, because we've been toying with the idea of Sting mentoring Lance Archer. So Ooh. this would be an opportunity for Lance Archer to step into the story. Could but, you imagine Ethan Page and Scorpio guy's face? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like Darby uh, by himself in the ring. And they're like, well, who you got? Who you got? And then all of a sudden, as in like, the, so, the countdown so, starts. Yeah. So Scorpio Sky in Ethan Page are in the ring. Darby comes down, stands in the ring, and they're like, who is it? Who is it? And they use it. Everybody in the going, oh, crap. Uh, okay, can we get Sting back? <laughs> Thanks, Sting. See, uh, see, if if Marks hadn't gone off, I'd have said he would have got Marks. Yeah, yeah. Because we've had that whole history thing between them. I just, well, obviously, yeah. Mox isn't there. It's my first thing with Mox. Oh, no, he's not there. Um, yeah, no. Can't be him. Can't, can't be him. Be him. Um, I mean, yeah, so Lance Archer's a good shout. Yeah, I, I think it's a perfect way to get him into that fold because, I, I, you know, we've been thinking about how we think that could be the story for Archer after losing mm. to Miro is, is him kind of going under Sting's wing. And this, this can kind of get him in there. Uh, and once that tag match is done, uh, just because of the association, maybe Darby goes off on his own for a bit and Sting and Archer kind of 
have a story. Do you know what I've just, do you know what in my head just popped up when you was like, yes, yeah, so like Antarctica, <laughs> you know, like how, <laughs> say, say Derby stayed with Sting and Lance Archer's there, right? <laughs> okay. I generally in my head was just like, huh. And then my brain went, I know a really cool entrance. Could you imagine Derby? On Lance Archer's shoulders, like what Jungle Boy does on Luchasaurus, with Sting stunt next to them. Oh, oh, oh goodness! See now, see now, <laughs> see you've taken me there, and this is where my mind went. Like I'm, like, you just tagged me in, and here I go. So, all right, you got you got Lance Archer with Darby on his shoulders, and Sting crawls underneath <laughs> Archer's legs like Marco Stein. And just starts waving. It starts waving. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the flaws. Oh. oh. Holy crap. I want, want Lance Arch to paint half his face as well. <laughs> the, the black and white face paint gang. Oh, this is so. It's like a low, this, low budget West Side story. <laughs> this, how did we get here? This is so ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, you never know what you're going to get, folks. You never know what you're going to oh, get. Everybody dies and then Darby pops <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, my cheeks hurt from laughing that much. I, I can't get Sting as, as a big Marco stunt out of my head. <laughs> oh. Like, there's this imaginary gif of Sting flossing in my head. Oh, it could, be Jake, right now. it could be Jake Roberts. That comes. <laughs> I don't want to see Jake Roberts flossing. No, I don't want to see Jake Roberts <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Oh, my cheeks hurt. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, then, then we were... We're I can't the even go forward now. The podcast keeps on giving. Oh. You never know what you're going to get, guys. No, um, laughing too hard. Okay. Then we were presented with the celebration of Britt Baker's Women's Championship victory. And who was the host for this? Tony Schiavone. You called that. Love that. Yeah. Love it. And to help usher in the era of DMD and AEW, Baker wanted to have a burger party in which apparently only Rebel, Reba, and Tony were going to be invited to actually eat the hamburgers. But Nyla Rose, who was there, took exception to this because either she wanted a burger or she wants Britt Baker's title. But either way, Nyla crashed the party and left our new women's champion looking not so happy. How did you feel about this segment? Not a fan. Me either. I expected something so much better. Yeah, yeah. I, I was now. I, I may have missed something. I was confused confused about the burger part. So if there was some yeah, relevance it's, there, it's from her. Um, she keeps like tweeting McDonald's and stuff, trying to get like I got sponsorship you, I got you. and stuff like that. Like okay, she's okay, on Insta that's... and everything. She's all the time. Okay. I missed that part. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought, eh, I didn't get the reference until now. Yeah. So now that makes a lot more sense. So. Okay. So, yeah, you weren't a huge fan of this either. Um, no, it just felt a bit too, eh, like from somewhere else in the rest of the and, world. Uh, yeah, and a lot of it was built on, I know, because uh, I know this rain's going to be awesome. But Yeah, 100%. Anticipation we had built up based on other Baker segments we've seen. Yeah. And we know how good she is at, at her promos. And she was still good in this uh, with the material she's working with. But mm. I thought she was, I thought she still did, you know, well for what it was. I mean, she was still yeah. in her character. She still handled that well. But, but yeah, yeah, overall, though, the segment, it just, uh, yeah, it didn't. I just don't felt, understand. It fell a little flat. 
I just don't understand why the people that were in yeah. the ring celebrating were there because they were yeah, people cause... that aren't even like no offense mm. to any of them, but they're not people that are on like regular dynamite. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it was TH2, I think, were there. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Serpentico, maybe. Yeah, Chaos Project. Yeah. yeah, and then like uh, um, they call themselves the Wingmen. Yeah, all. yep. And when and I Nyla saw Rose, Nala like, in the back, yeah. Yeah, that, that made that was like okay, something's happening here with Nala. Yeah, so she's out. Um, but I just um, no, I wasn't. So, I wasn't a fan. So, are you a fan of a Nala Baker feud no. uh, right off the bat? No, 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 no. I I do think there's some there. There's a good match to be had there. Um, it's mm. still a little. I know it's a heel heel thing though. And that's um, not even the reason. I want somebody new in this title picture. Because yeah. it's gone back and forth. Like it, I don't I just want like somebody completely different to come in and like go for it. Yeah. In in defense of it, if I'm gonna argue for it, and I'm gonna try mm. to make an argument for it, Nala hasn't been in the title picture for a while. You know, she had her title reign. She really hasn't been on dynamite a lot, other than mm. backstage segments when there were some uh, attack segments and stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so she's been out of the picture long enough to where I think to some people, at least it could feel pressure. And also we know she's not going to win that title. Uh, so, no. so you're not having somebody new come in, get some momentum and then have the momentum taken away. Uh, so, you know, because nobody's going to take the title from Baker. So I, so if I make an argument, I'm like, Hey, if we could have a little mini feud, and have a good match here, and now I was going to lose. I mean, we know whoever is going to face Baker right now is going to lose. Mm. So that would be my only like pro. Yeah. Uh, this feud argument, not that, not that I'm strong in the argument for it because no. I mean I'm not. Yeah, I mean I'm, it's not like I'm looking at those two and going, oh, this is going to be fire. Yes, give me this because I don't know. I like I think if you threw Chris Statlander versus Baker right now, oh yes, like, yeah give me that for a month like that right mm. there the, the only drawback is you know Statlander's not gonna win it yeah we all know, know who yeah. i want it to go to next anyway yeah, yeah yeah that's gonna be a little while that's uh oh, i know that's miss, gonna be a little while but that's miss, literally miss anna j anna j anna j um yes. but i just i don't know i think it's just because i think what the reason is is i just don't feel like the title, the women's title, has been elevated as much as the men's title. And we know that's because the women's division, you know, has, they're all fairly, not new, but they're all, they're not as, like, the men's division has a lot of established Mm -hmm. um, stars that started with the title. So it's been elevated. Whereas with the women's title, it wasn't really. Um, So I just, that's why I want somebody... Yeah. New around it with Britt Baker because I just feel like it needs to get elevated, and for that we need we need Somebody like needs. fresh people to like go for it, and for the mm-hmm. stories to develop with fresh people, and you know not not for the same thing to happen again and again. Now, now I'm not as. Do you know the women's rankings off the top of your head? I know you're yeah, a stats, ma- stats 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 machine just over there. Grab them up right now. Give me one second. I'm just curious of what Nala's ranking is and maybe that is the reason because if 
if they're doing that based on the rankings, I can them. I can give them a little more slack. Is like okay. So this is um, rankings as of the second mm-hmm. of June. <clears throat> Thunder Rosa is first. Oh yeah, that would be. Yes. Yeah. Conte is second. That would be great too. <laughs> Nyla is third. Okay. Ikara Shida is fourth, and Leela Hirsch is fifth. So yeah. Thunder. This is really interesting because. Thunder Rosa and Ty Conti's 2021 record is Thunder Rosa is 14 to 2 and Ty mm-hmm. Conti is 14 to 3. Mm, that's, that's close. Yeah. Um, what's what's now looking like? What's hers? She's 10 to 2 for 2021. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, from your point of view, either one of Thunder Rosa or Ty Conti versus mm. Britt Baker would be. More, more in line with with what I guess we would think would be a better few. Um, yeah. Now there's already history there, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could figure out some way to hold that off, whether you know somehow Takeonti jumps take, uh, jumps Thunder, mm. just so you could hold that off a little while before you have you could save that one for a pay per view. But don't forget though, at All Out is the women's a scene oh, battle yeah. royale. Who the uh, the Joker is going to be in that one too? So there's a lot of a uh, lot of good free agents out there. I so. can think of somebody. You're going to go ahead and call it now. We're going to, folks. We're going to. She's going to call her Joker pick for the prediction show three months ahead. Here it comes. She's not. She's not. But no, I know not. who I would love it to be. Who? Oh, Ruby Riot. Oh, and her 90 day would be up. You know, all the mm-hmm. the ones that were just released. Yep, yep. She would be up. So. That that would be that would be great. It could be. It could be. Legitimately okay. could be. All right. You gonna move on to the next one? Yeah. Next, uh, we had Pac and Penta interrupting uh backstage interview with Eddie Kingston, telling Eddie to stay out of their business. Um, Eddie tells them though that the enemies of my enemies are my friends. So do you like this callback to the former partnership between Eddie and uh, members of the Death Triangle? Um, and Eddie's, Eddie's uh, friend's cool. gone away. He needs, yeah. he needs friends. So, <laughs> good point. So do you, do you think this partnership will stick for a while? Uh, I think this will be do you, do you think he's going to kind of with him? That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. It makes sense. Otherwise, <laughs> Eddie's like nothing to do. <laughs> A, te- a temporary band-aid for the wound left by Mox's exit. I can just literally, like, like in my head, in kayfabe world, I can just literally imagine Eddie was sat backstage, you know, twirling his thumbs. Mox hadn't replied to his last text because he's busy. And he just looked up at the screen and saw um, Penta and Pat getting beaten down by the unboxing. He was like, yeah, I'm going to go sort this out. And just went away. And then when he was just like getting interviewed backstage and they came up, he then kind of was like, had the little thing and he was like, yeah, yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Let that marinate in your brains a little bit. Walked off, sat back down and message much going, I think I've got something to do while you're away. Found something. <laughs> and then just was like, all right, let's carry on. That's, I just, I that's don't it. Know. I just, it's just in my head. Huh. That's a nice backstory. I like that. Thank you. I thought so. Yeah. I think that's exactly how it happened. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, then we then we got an interesting matchup of uh, the Bunny versus Red Velvet, and uh, this one uh, is 
it was a pretty good match. Uh, one mm-hmm. in which I thought I thought the bunny might actually steal the victory when the blade gave her a set of brass knuckles later on in the match, but instead Red Velvet connected with the just desserts kick and picked up the pinfall victory. Afterwards, uh, Velvet Big Swall and Colin King danced in celebration in the ring. So is, is this like a this a women's faction? This, uh, it looks like is? it, isn't it? They look like they were having fun. They actually look kind of cool together. I, I was, yeah. But hey, all right. So, uh, so what did you think about this match, though? Um. Yeah, it was good. Like again, like mm-hmm. it's just, I just yeah. find it so hard to like it, get excited about any match on this card apart from the first one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which doesn't mean it was a like you know a horrible match. It's just I think because yeah. a lot of these there isn't much behind them. Mm-hmm, apart mm-hmm. from the one at the beginning, which which makes sense because it's like you know, first dynamite after a pay per view was setting things up again. Trying to get um, things going. Yeah, but I was just, I was just like, I don't. I, it it was good fun, and I do like the fact that they are trying to get some depth to this women's division if they're putting these yeah. three together. Um yeah. So it should yeah. now start building for them, which which I am a hundred percent all here for, and would love to see happen. I think mm-hmm. 2021 should be the year where this women's division kicks off properly. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. So then we saw the Dark Order in the back uh, celebrating the birthday of the national treasure, John Silver. And, and on his birthday, he gave Evil Uno a gift because Silver is still recovering from his injury. Mm-hmm. He's giving his TNT title shot to Uno, but but is that really a gift or is that like a death? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Miro has Miro has the belt, so yeah. Um, and it, it and it, it didn't take long for us to hear from Miro because in the next segment, uh, we 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 heard from him, and and Miro wanted to make sure to thank God for his power to make and sure that his wife his, was hot. <laughs> to make sure his wife knew she was hot, which I agree with, and to send a message to anyone challenging him for his TNT title, in this case, Evil Uno, don't come after someone like me unless you're sure you can survive. I love this version of Miro, and it, it yeah. really feels like he's having fun. Like It looks like he's having the best time of his life. So what yeah. did you think about it? Yeah. He's such a killer, isn't he? Such a killer. Like, he really scares the living daylights out of me. Like, genuinely, like, ah! (laughs) It's just, just these eyes are so intense. They literally bury into your soul. You just, like, I feel really uncomfortable right now. Um, Yeah, this this is, um, this is going to be very interesting. I feel slightly sorry for you now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so, so, how, are you excited for um, Stu Grayson's singles run coming up? Because <laughs> he's gonna he's, he, because he's gonna have a singles run after Uno gets <laughs> killed in this match. So, <laughs> I, I mean, just, I've been saying for a while that Stu Grayson he's one of the most underrated guys on the roster. Here's your chance. <laughs> this is your chance, right? <laughs> I just I'll just love like the um, BTA after this has happened, and Uno's all like in plaster casters stuff. He's just looking at John Silver going. That was your present. That was it. <laughs> like, would you would you really like your friend that gave you basically a present where you'd go get murdered? <laughs> is that is that a present that you want, people? Because I mean, 
I love my friends. Uh, but if they gave me that, I'd have serious questions with them. Like, I doubt yeah. their friendship. <laughs> that was great. That was great. But Uno sounds like he's up for it, man. He wants to make them proud. But, yeah, uh, until yeah, it happens. I, I, <laughs> he's staring up at the ceiling like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good luck, buddy. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> what are the odds that M- Miro's wife, CJ Perry, formerly Lana in the WWE, ends up in AEW with him? What What are those odds? Uh, do you know what? I can see why. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, but I think he's so much better just as he is. Yeah. It- I don't. I don't want. Um, <clears throat> Repeat of Rusev and Lana in AEW. I mean, now, I want, I get, I get the fact that she was playing the character, you know. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. We don't, we don't need the coupley thing. <laughs> if, if, but I, I wouldn't. I, I guess I wouldn't want to fall in the trap of leaving them apart just because they were together before. Um, yeah. Because if it's if it's good, if they work well together, then let's do it. You know, mm. uh, but let's but let's tell a different story. Um, yeah, let's, yeah. We don't we don't have to do it the same way. So, but I, I get what you, I, I, same thought as you do, you do too. Though yeah. you fear of that uh, the comparisons. Uh, it's not just that, if, but we've if, just got him away from the Kip and Penelope thing. He's yeah, now a good, killer. Yeah, good point. Do not let's just have another wedding. The same situation. Let's just have another wedding. No, let's not. <laughs> That's kidding. Not- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so, in tonight's main event, we get branch from the Nightmare Family and the Factory Futury as Dustin Rhodes faced Nick Camarado in a bull rope match, and it was it was good. It, it was it was fun in some parts. Uh, you know, it was one of the brawl everywhere type matches with with two big guys. And, and, hey, we even had a Fuego sighting. So, anytime we have a Fuego sighting, it, it makes us smile. E- even if he's being launched into the air by Colorado, it's still good to see him on screen. But after a tough fight, uh, one which left Camarado bloody, with a bulldog and used the bull rope to assist him in the pinfall victory over Nick Camarado. Afterwards, Dustin goes into the crowd to celebrate the win as the show goes off the air. Did you like this choice for the main event of tonight's show? No. It's <laughs> a loaded question. <laughs> I, yeah. See, for me, mm-hmm. all right, I, I get what happened with the books and everything at the beginning. We had the whole thing yeah. with Eddie and led that into that. I get that. I get mm-hmm. why that might mm-hmm. have been first. Yeah, yeah. But I would have thought the opening match would have been more of a closing match to go out on, like, yep. high. Um, so, because so much happened. Yeah. I don't know. I just Like See, I said, like, I just wasn't that <clears throat> in love with this Dynamite. It was good. You think, I just wasn't in love with it. You think it would have been better to flip it, to open it with a bore-up match? Um, yeah. Or, and then, or and then end else. it. You could end it with the Eddie save, and there, there you go. There's your, uh, you know. And then you could have on kind the following stuff. week the whole thing with Eddie yeah. and Pac and Penta. As a match alone, though, yeah, that would have been. I agree. I, I would have closed it out with with that tag match. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, uh, I love the Fuego bit. Yeah. 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 He literally jumped on him like he was just like like a fly, and then Nick got around and just like threw him away. <laughs> yep. 
Every time I see Fuego, I think of Slick Fudges, man. I, I think of you because I, <laughs> I know I know you love some Fuego. So when I saw him on screen, I was like, I know who's cheering right now, man. Slick's going crazy. We all were though. It's great. Oh see. yeah, it's brilliant. Um, but you know, it, you know, it was a good moment for Dustin too because you know Dustin yeah. um, in the twilight of his career. Um, for mm-hmm. being honest, uh, he's still at a high caliber. I'm not saying, you know, yeah. like he can't still go, but you know, he's, you know, compared to the, the young roster AW has. So it was good seeing him get a, a big moment at the end of a dynamite. If I'm, yeah. if I'm going with a positive here, seeing him going out in the crowd to celebrate, it was, uh, that was nice. That was nice. So, yeah, but I agree. Uh, not, not the best dynamite main event we've, we've seen. If yeah. I'm being totally honest and totally honest, but it had its fun parts though. So definitely the biggest talking point coming out of this post double or nothing edition of Dynamite, the the signing of Andrade. Oh yeah, Andrade is all elite. I mean, just that's just like humongous news. So excited to see what happens. So yeah, um, you you can officially start realistically creating your fantasy matchups okay. for Andrade now. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Start doing it officially. I mean, we were already kind of doing it before, but we're already doing it well before. <laughs> they're all very realistic now. They. Oh, yeah. Really, really happened. But we we also got some scheduling news for Dynamite for the next couple of weeks. Oh, meaning more fun for you and I. Mm. Um, yeah. That's what uh, we'll call plus, it. <laughs> yeah, fun in quotations. Plus uh, some matches lined up already uh, for those shows too. So here's some of the changes and matches coming up. Next week, Dynamite will be on Friday. Again. Another late night Friday dynamite. On this show, we will have Miro versus Evil Uno. We'll have the Bucks and Brandon Cutler versus Pac, Penta, and Eddie Kingston. That should be so fun. It should be. I'm a bit confused though. Yeah. Brandon Cutler can't wrestle kind of if he's got his little orbital uh, bone issue. Orbital bone. I guess so. Just keep the mask on. You're good. Yeah. I, I guess. Like, I don't know. We'll see. I guess he can because he's in the match. <laughs> also, we have Hangman Adam Page and his, the member of the Dark Order he chose, uh, Preston Vance, number 10, uh, versus Brian Cage and Powerhouse. And then the other scheduling change is that the Dynamite for June 26 will be on Saturday. Oh uh, That's what they're it, doing to us. The good thing is, like, when we make the move to TBS, like, I'm assuming we're not going to have to deal with this anymore. Goodness. Um, The NBA will be on TNT. I would assume that moving to TBS leaves us on Wednesday, no matter what, during the NBA season, playoffs, whatever, we're good, right? Good thing. Yes. Good thing. But, yeah, so, so yeah, the the June 26th Dynamite will be on Saturday, but it won't be a late night when it will be in the normal time slot uh, that it would have been on Wednesdays. So that's good. At least it won't be late. That's good for me. It doesn't really matter for you. You're gonna have to watch it, it the next make day no anyway. To me. <laughs> exactly. To me, to me, that means a lot. <laughs> Play for it. Um, but on that episode, we're gonna get the world title match: Kenny Omega defending against Jungle Boy. So that'll be a uh, that'll be a big dynamite. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget to follow or subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. Also, follow the show on Twitter at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Definitely, if you're only going to pick one to follow, follow Sarah 
<laughs> because just so you can see her, the torture I'm putting her through with her profiles over the next few days. Oh, because it's, uh, I'm just telling you, it's, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I can't you're going to be glad you were, you're going to be glad you were there for it. <laughs> All right. Unless your name's Sarah. We had a blast doing this, as yes. we always do. We hope it was fun for you to listen. And uh, we will see you on the next one.